0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
1: Inside Story on BFM 89.9.
2: Good evening. You are with Lee Chwee and Sharad Kutin. Tonight, what does Site Sadik's
3: verdict indicate about Malaysia's political landscape? First, we'll be speaking with Muda's new acting president, Amir Aisha, about the party's plans moving forward, and then we check in with political scientist Dr. Shazal Shukri on what is what sorry what this means for our politics, specifically the potential for change and reform. So let us
2: know, does yesterday's verdict change your view uh, either of Muda or of the possibility for political change in our country? That number to call is 7733 You can tweet us at BFM Radio and send us a voice note or WhatsApp at our U mobile number 018 789 8899. This is Inside Story. It is six oh eight. So um, this is something that we actually covered in brief yesterday, but we wanted to. I mean, there was a lot. There were a lot of questions. There were a lot of comments at the time, and we didn't have the opportunity to get to it. So today, we thought we'd dedicate a longer section to it. Um, you may already have heard yesterday. Saeed was found guilty on all four charges of abetting criminal breach of trust, the misappropriation of funds, and money laundering that belonged to Armada, um, and the High Court judge. Um, Justice Azhar Abdul Hamid had said that the defence failed to raise any reasonable doubt on all the charges against Sadiq. And he subsequently stepped down from his position as Muda President. Um, He does retain his status as the MP of MUA because there is an appeals process and for now... um, That's what allows him to remain an MP. But he does say that the party needs to remain, and this is a phrase that he's been using, whiter than white, um, because of the responsibilities that they have and the standards that they hold themselves to.
3: Yeah, so uh, some commentators are saying this is the gold standard for Malaysian politicians, that they mm-hmm. should step down when they're in this kind of situation, at least uh, stepping down in terms of their party positions. That, but the chatterlin, I think, continues around the case, the, the charges, uh, somewhat about the trial as well. But I think more importantly, uh, the suggestion that there's uh, selective pr- prosecution in this uh, situation, there's also concerns about Uh, the use of the MACC Act and that's why the punishment is so harsh, I mean the the caning in particular and also the quantum in terms of uh, the years spent in in jail, right, seven years So I'm just going to try to lay out what I have
2: observed as the sort of broad public reaction because I think that it falls into a number of camps. Um, there are people who are aligned with the notion of selective prosecution and argue that or, or say that well this is what appears to be the result of not aligning oneself with the government or of uh, pulling away from the government. So so that's that perspective. Um, another perspective is why is corruption seemingly so rampant among Malaysian politicians? Politicians that even ones who are younger, um, even ones who are newer to the scene, nevertheless seem to fall prey to it. So, so this is these are kind of the two main strands, and then I think that there is a larger sense of why is this business as usual? You know, why is this the tenor of uh, of politics in our country that? we continue to be stuck in these cycles of uh, of corruption and punishment and,
3: you know, seemingly unable to move. Or cycles of hope and disappointment. Which yeah, is, that too. Right? So I think one of the things that Muda did was it excited a whole range of people, not just young people, but I think also many older folk who were tired of the traditional parties. Pakatan had become somewhat uh, establishment. And so they were looking for some new blood, new ways of thinking, uh, uh, the lack of, you know, so-called political Realism and and looking for idealism in politics, And they latched on to Muda, they projected on to Muda, and so this comes as a rude shock. Uh, they might retreat into well, this is a conspiracy against uh, Said Sadiq, but the other point part is is to maybe retreat into cynicism, right?
2: Mm. So with that in mind, um, where yesterday we spoke to a lawyer, um, and that was really about the the verdict and the the. The verdict, the charges, the punishment, the court. Today, though, we are trying to, I I guess, extend that conversation a little bit more politically and philosophically. And so we'll be starting off by getting the Muda perspective. And for that, we have very shortly joining us Amira Aisha, who is the acting president of Muda, now that Saïd Sadiq has stepped down, and later on, we're going to be talking about it from a political science perspective. But really, we want to hear from you. Um, it, it was a, a big deal, really. Does yesterday's verdict change your view, whether of Muda or in fact of the possibility for political change in Malaysia? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. You can send us a voice note or WhatsApp 18 and tweet us at BFM Radio.
4: Be free-minded. BFM 89.9. It is
2: 614, and you're listening to Inside Story with Lynn and Sherrod. We are talking today about the. Um verdict involving Said Sadiq, but not so much about that really as what it indicates in a larger sense about our politics. And so we're asking you whether um, what's been happening has changed your view, whether of Muda the party or um, Said Sadiq the person in some ways, but also of the possibility for larger political change in our country, because Muda has uh, been seen by many as sort of the flag bearer for that. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. You can send us a voice note zero one eight seven eight nine drop us a WhatsApp there as well and tweet us at BFM Radio Speaking with us now we have Amira Aisha who is the Acting President of Muda Amira, thanks for joining us today Thank you, thank you for having me Alright, so firstly did the verdict um, and the sentence come as a surprise to you?
0: Um, definitely, I think um, in the morning I was with said Sadiq before we uh, went to the court uh, because a couple of days before that he had a meeting with his lawyers and um, the lawyers were quite confident um, that, you know, the verdict will be on his side. Uh, and to hear that he was guilty of all charges definitely came as a huge shock um, to not just him, but to all of us and to his lawyers as well.
3: Do you believe uh, Sadiq had a fair trial? And and if so, can you accept the verdict? Um,
0: well, I think... Well, this is the the, um, judiciary institution of our country and we always respect um, the judiciary institution. Um, I think the trial as well, um, both um, the prosecutor and also Sadiq's defence team um, have stated uh, their own cases and the judge has made his decision. Um, We respect the decision. It's not entirely easy to accept it, of course, um, but we respect the decision for now. Um, but we also understand that um, Sadiq's journey to clear his name is, does not end here. Um, it's only the first trial. Um, he can appeal up to the federal court um, the next sun. He has already appealed filed his appeal, so he's already filed his appeal um, yesterday itself. and so the process will still will still continue and I am um, very sure uh, that Said Sadiq will be able to clear his name in the court of law.
2: And so on this um, appeals journey then, what in the meantime, it, throughout all of this, what have you heard from party members um, about the trial's outcome? What are they most concerned about?
0: As of yesterday and today, of course, um, there are a lot of, not necessarily mixed feeling, but um, there are those who are very uh, disappointed with the decision. There are also those who are very angry and um, Many who couldn't accept the decision, but Saeed Sadiq himself um, has firmly told um, all the party members that, uh, you know, it is our duty as also, um, you know, part of the institution of the country to respect the judicial institution, um, to accept the decision. Uh, I think for the party members, what they are most concerned about is, uh, number one, um, whether or not um, Said Sadiq will be able to clear his name. As Said Sadiq, is, of course, um, he's not the only figure in the party, but you cannot deny the fact that uh, he is um, the most prominent figure of the party. And so his journey in politics is very much important to Muda as well. Uh, and the party members are most concerned about um, the future of Muda, of course.
3: Has Sadiq, at least in the minds of some of your members, become toxic for the party?
0: That's, uh, for for yesterday and also today, uh, that doesn't happen. I think a lot of people in the party are very unhappy with the decision. Um, there were overwhelming um, support to Said Sadiq and also his journey to clear his name. Um, and there were also even some who wanted Said Sadiq um, to remain as the president because he has um, already received the stay of execution and stay of sentencing. Uh, but it's Said Sadiq's... Um, principle to step down uh, and also, sorry, it's said Sadiq's principle to uh, step aside and also um, agree by the rest of the um, leadership. And so we don't think that said Sadiq is, um, you know, the, the decision is not toxic for the party. Instead, we think that the decision um, bring more fuel uh, to our desire to fight um, for a cleaner and better politics in Malaysia.
2: I'd like to talk also about some uh, reactions from the party and from Saeed Sadik because he was charged in 2021. Um, Albeit the decision is now, but he was charged first then. And as late as February this year, he maintained that it was for failing to support the then Prime Minister, Muhyiddin Yassin. Does the party stand Mm -hmm. by this assertion?
0: Yep, definitely. Uh, We stand by that this is a political persecution. Um, If I'm not mistaken, there was um, an audio play uh, in the court during one of his uh, trial day, that was transcribed, and that transcription also came out uh, in one of the uh, news article. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's by Awani, um, but I have to check. Uh, that clearly said uh, by the investigating officer, MACC investigating officer in charge of Saeed Sadiq's case, that Saeed Sadiq is a uh, political victim, uh, and I think that that particular sentence by the IO carries a huge weight. And so we believe that this is a political persecution to silence young people who dare to fight against um, the government of the day. And I think um, this is also partly the reason why Said Sadik's verdict yesterday uh, came as you know, a fuel for us to fight against this kind of dirty politics so that no longer someone who speak out is silenced uh, through threats and also... Um, especially when you are younger and especially when they know that, um, you know, your voice carries weight.
3: Now, turning away from the party and looking out at the larger public to the optics of this particular verdict, uh, there are those who worry about political persecution and feel disheartened by the possibilities of political change receding, perhaps. While others feel that this indicates uh, that the issue of corruption among politicians is very deep. How would you respond to these uh, kind of d- very different but very uh, resonant public perspectives? Mm.
0: I think everyone's opinion, especially the public um, who is not uh, you know part and parcel of the um, political structure of Malaysia, um, is very fair. Um, of course, the concern about uh, you know corruption being rampant in politics is there, uh, but I would like to give an assurance that. I know Said Sadiq not just um, as the president of the party, uh, but also as a person, as a friend, ever since we were in our university days. Um, and he has been very clear on his stance about going against corruption. Uh, he has been very clear from day one that he has nothing to hide. Um, throughout the court case, he doesn't uh, request for any delay or request uh, for any you know MC and all those sort of things um, to Prolong his um, court decision, and so all that action shows that um, he's not afraid, and he has nothing to fear, and he's not, and he believes that he's not guilty. Um, but at the same time, um, corruption does exist um, in you know the politic, the political uh, sphere of Malaysia, and that is the very reason why it's important for us. Uh, not just for Saeed Sadiq, but for the Parti Muda as a whole, um, to for Said Sadiq to clear his name in the court of law to prove that um, you know um, we are not going to bow down uh, to those in power, we're not going to bow down to threats, we're not going to bow down to um, temptations, but to keep on fighting for a cleaner uh, politics, not just for us, but also for the generations to come.
2: So one thing that's been emphasised by both sides, Sadiq, as well as yourself and really the party at large is that Muda is bigger than one person. But um, the other truth of it is also that the party has yet to make serious inroads politically. What plans do you have moving forward with Muda as its acting president?
0: Yeah, Um, well, most importantly for me is to speak to as many, um, not just at the Muda leadership, but to as many Muda members as possible. Um, I've already made plans um, to call for another um, Central Committee meeting very soon. Uh, I think we need to, we we can't deny that uh, Muda um, suffered a defeat uh, in the previous state election, but that doesn't mean that um, it's the end for Muda. Um, so for us, for myself, uh, as the acting president, my biggest focus is to ensure that we're able to grow more talents um, than just uh, myself and Saeed Sadiq. We're able to push To the front, um, younger people, people who are more dynamic, uh, people who really want to fight for a better Malaysia and also at the same time, um, strengthening the institution of the party as well. So that regardless whatever happens to Said Sadiq or myself or any of its current leaders, the party will be able to survive and to continue to strive.
3: I mean uh, you know the the reality is all political parties are fighting for young talented dynamic, dynamic people mm-hmm. like, like like yourself. Is this verdict going to be fuel for your political rivals? I mean, how will you respond to them saying, "Well, look, muda is no different, uh, and we have a better chance of coming to power
0: I think the biggest difference uh, about muda has been proven yesterday. We have been very clear that if Sa Sadiq is convicted. Uh, he's not going to hold any executive position in the party. And we kept true to our words. Um, Muda has always uh, been very transparent on what we want for the party and what we want for the country. Um, it's the same way as how we made the decision um, to pull ourselves uh, from um, the current unity government. Uh, from the first day, we've been saying that our red line is if Dr. Sri Hamidi is being um, you know, um, dismissed, from his um, court case. And once he is dismissed, we pulled out uh, from unity government. Comfort um, in politics is not what we seek. We understand that the journey is difficult. We understand that um, politics is about the grasp for power and a lot of people see it that way. Um, but I think what we lack of in resource, what we lack of in manpower, we made up with a lot of spirit. We are young people. We made up with a lot of energy. And especially after yesterday, I think our will to fight forward is even stronger than what we had before this.
2: Amira, thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. That was Amira Aisha, Acting President of Muda, uh, talking to us about the party's reaction to the verdict uh, of Saeed Sadiq yesterday, uh, who was found guilty at the High Court um, on all four charges that he was facing. So we've been asking you, has... I guess how you're feeling, really, um, but specifically whether yesterday's verdict has changed your view, whether of Muda or really of the larger possibility for political change, because that's what many see Muda as representing. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 18 tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, we've got a couple of voice notes that I believe we have time for. Let's start with this from Johnny. It's
1: very. I'm a baby boomer. It's very sad to see uh, succeeded, being inducted. Um, I believe that um, the new politicians that are coming in. Please do not be a baby boomer because so far, I see the baby boomers.
0: They are not performing or have the old habit. So please, for Malaysia to change, please get. younger politician. Thank you.
2: Johnny, um, thank you so much for that perspective. So I I think the, I I see where you're coming from, and I think that a lot of people feel this way. The, The flip side of that perspective, though, is the feeling that even younger politicians have the habits of older politicians, and that is the concern. I'm not saying that that is what has been found or, you know, whatever it may be. I'm just saying that that's the pushback.
3: Yeah, but you can also argue both ways, right? You can say younger people are more likely not to have the habits of the old, but there might be individuals who are errant, right? They, I mean, we can't assume that younger people are all going to be saints. It's not likely and it's not it's not realistic. But at the same time, they are facing a new set of challenges you know, all the folks like us are looking backwards, younger folks are looking forward, and they might have very different priorities uh, than us boomers. So,
2: on a separate note, though, some people um, are, uh, I think, not happy with the charge of political. Prosecution because Daniel says, How come when it's, Said uh, it's political prosecution, but for others like Najib, it's justice well served? Does Muda believe in the court or not? I am for prosecution of. Okay, all politicians, and then you know, saying I don't believe there's a clean politician. Uh, Carl says I'm sick of listening to the claim that when a politician is not aligned to the government and they are found guilty, then it's all political. It belittles the judge's judgment.
3: Yeah, I think the question is at the end of the day, can we all agree that he had a fair trial? Which is not to say it's a flawless trial, but that he had a fair trial. Yes, yes. And and then the question is, will in, in the appeal process, will there be a sufficient review uh, of maybe uh, you know of um, or a change in the sentencing, whatever it is. Uh, but is there consensus? I'm not sure there is at the moment.
2: Keep those thoughts coming. Um, we're talking about Saïd Saddix's verdict and asking you: um, Does. Did it change your view, whether of Muda or of the possibility for political change in Malaysia? That number to call is 7773 You can send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio.
4: Be firmly motivated. BFM 89.9.
2: It is 6.38 and you're listening to Inside Story with Lynn and Sharad. We're talking today about sidesetting. Um, specifically his verdict, but in a larger sense, using that as a jumping off point to talk about just... A temperature check of Malaysia's political landscape. So we're asking you whether yesterday's verdict has changed your view either of Muda or for that matter of the possibility for political change in Malaysia. Because again, a lot of people saw Muda as being the on the vanguard of that. So let us know how you're feeling. That number to call is 7733 You can send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So Earlier, we spoke with Amira Aisha, who's the Acting President of Muda, to kind of get the party perspective. Joining us now, we have Dr. Shaza Shukri, Associate Professor of Political Science at IIUM, to kind of cover that ground. Shaza, as always, thanks for speaking with us. Thank you for having me. So, Said Sadek's guilty verdict has meant that he's you know, taken the choice to step down as Muda president. Uh, firstly, tell us what the sentiment is on the ground and were you surprised to hear about um, the the verdict?
4: Okay, uh, honestly, I was just a little bit surprised, if I'm honest, um, because I didn't think that the conviction was totally impossible, right? I mean, I know that it could come. It wasn't a guarantee for me, uh, you know, the outcome would be either way. Um, But from my understanding, uh, on the ground, a lot of people are still very confused uh, with the conviction itself and the sentencing. The biggest headline, of course, I think is about about the caning, which we now know is somehow due to age uh, age factor. But beyond that, there's um, a lot of confusion that he is convicted for abetting a crime, but the person committing it, supposedly, allegedly, is is still free. So what is the thinking here? What's going on? And I think finally, given uh, Sadiq's record of not, I mean, of standing firm to his principles, uh, a lot of people actually do not believe that he is guilty of corruption per se. Um, Maybe of, I don't know, not keeping proper records, but not of corruption.
3: Yeah, so that's very interesting. Uh, MUDA itself prides uh, itself on on the principles of clean and integrity-based politics. Do you think this is going to be damaging, at least some segment of the public, uh, Mm. that its reputation and credibility has been built on rhetoric rather than reality? Uh, In
4: my opinion, it's... it's you know, this thing about Muda's reputation, its credibility, I think it comes and goes. What I'm trying to say is that um, this verdict itself is not going to be the one that's going to kill off Muda, you know, in, in a sense. I say this, um, unfortunately, is based on what we know about about Malaysian politics itself. You know, even though we don't like it, but that's what it is. Most political parties in the country... You know, if not all, but I s- safe to say most do have leaders or members who are accused, if not outright convicted, of this kind of white collar crimes. Um, so, it's, it's in a way, it's part and parcel of, of our politics. I understand the question is about Muda itself and its version of so called new politics. So, with this conviction, what I see is going to happen moving forward is probably they will be sneered at, you know, in the next few days, they will be the joke of town for a bit. Um, but like I said, I, over time, I don't see this conviction itself uh, to be the cause for the party to lose its credibility or even support uh, by the people. Something else down the road perhaps, but not this. Uh, I also see that, you know, those who support Muda and what it stands for, they will probably find other justification to stick around, you know, like a side-side step down. So it shows that he still has, uh, you know, integrity. So yeah, it's not an end-all for me. So
2: if we look so far at how political leaders have weighed in. Uh, only a handful have expressed their sympathy and support for Sadiq, including Hannah Yo, Yeo, Yeo Bein, and Zerida Kamarudin. Um, nothing has been heard, meanwhile, from the top leaders of PH, BN or PN, um, not even from Dr they Do you think that this conviction will make him potentially toxic to other political leaders? How will this affect the relationship he has with other parliamentarians?
4: Um... So it's kind of similar to my my response earlier in that I, I really don't think this conviction necessarily will make him toxic to other political leaders in the country. I mean, how, how is that possible when they, as in other leaders in other parties, are also tainted, you know, either themselves or, you know, by associations, you know, their parties are not clean either. So for me, it would be really hypocritical for them to, you know, suddenly call out, oh, Sadiq as being toxic or whatever you want to call it, when there are others within their own circles that are part of the so-called court, oh, sorry, court cluster that we have today or even, you know, historically. I think from my perspective, the top leaders um, right now, they are not saying anything um, because we, we've we seen over the years, I can say that they have slowly distanced themselves from Syed Sadiq the Tun Mahade or the prime minister himself <clears throat> so from where I'm I'm standing for me it doesn't add much for them to come out and make a statement at this point when it doesn't directly concern them because Sadiq has has been clear that he stands independent from either side so why should they come in and, and chime in now
3: Shazza, do you think this what you just described is um Pragmatism or is it cynicism in Malaysian politics?
4: (laughs) Cynicism, right? I mean, in a way it is pragmatism, but we shouldn't call that, right? We shouldn't normalise it. But uh, So it is cynicism that this is how it is, this is what's going on. We hope that things could have, might have changed for the better, maybe um, given some time, it might be a lot better. But at this point, there's still a lot of, yeah, cynicism and a lot of confusion. And, you know, going back to the whole, yeah, this is politics in Malaysia, unfortunately. So
2: something that did happen, though, was that um, he was still... Uh, you know, representing moi as its parliamentarian in the parliament sitting later in the evening. He said it was his duty and uh, do you see this as good practice? Should he be lauded for his commitment to his constituents or to his parliamentary duties?
4: Uh, Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think yes, because at the end of the day, he was um, voted into parliament. He won the election fair and square. He he was chosen by the people. So for me, it is his duty. Um, It is... His responsibility in fact to to continue serving the people for as long as he is permitted to right I, I don't see the point of him right now cowering and hiding away because after all we know that this is only the first stage in, in this long process of, of appeal and whatnot um, so you know even if Datuk Sri Najib was, was given the same privilege I, I don't see this as being a, a problem at all um, for me, it it could have been problematic if he had put himself up as a candidate for an election after he has been convicted. But But that is not the case here, right? That's a hypothetical situation. So, yeah, I don't see any problem at all, actually.
3: There's been a lot. There's been a lot of like, what going on. Uh, I think in the public sphere around this case, um, uh, Zaid mm-hmm. Hamidi's DNN, uh, DNAA often is dragged out uh, to make a comparison. What's happened? Um, and there's of course the larger worry about selective prosecution. What's your view on this?
4: Yeah. So my view on on, on this situation is that. Is the optics, right? For me, the problem is the optics. The optics right now don't look good. Um, I, I stress on the optics because we, the, the general public, we don't uh, and we can't really know for sure what goes on behind closed doors. We don't, right? The truth is we don't. It is more of conjecture based on what is out there in the public domain. Uh We don't know how much, if there was, you know, any kind of interference, uh, in both of these cases, um, that part, you know, we, we can't tell for certain, but at the end of the day, I think what is clear, we all want separation of the institutions. Um, we want independence for the court. Uh, and so I feel like we need to respect the sentence as, I mean, Sadiq himself, uh, said so, right? He, he has, he respects the court's decision. Um, so that's the thing. We don't know if there's direct interference or even some kind of pressure. But what is certain, uh, what the public can see right now is one person who is part of the government gets a DNAA while Said Sadiq uh, was given what has been called you know, a heavy kind of sentence. So whatever is going on, we don't know behind closed door, but what is certain is that the people, right? The people suspect that is some kind of selective persecution, in one form or another, and this will be a, a major issue for the current government to to convince the people otherwise. <laughs>
2: In some ways, uh, my next question is the the central heart of our show because for many who look to Muda as representing a sea change in Malaysia's political culture, do you think that this conviction will dampen their hopes? Do you see growing cynicism, particularly in younger
4: voters? (laughs) Um, Okay. My response to this, um, if I'm being honest, and I'm I'm really sorry to say this, but... uh, from my point of view, Said Sadiq and Muda, they have not really won over the youth as we can see in recent elections. I mean, you know, when I talk to younger voters, they don't see Muda as representing them. So, if I may say so, I, I don't think that uh, this outcome will dampen people's hope, will dampen the younger voters trust in the, maybe they'll have trust issue (laughs) with the political system, but I don't think this will make younger voters feel um, too pessimistic in the sense that they're out, they're out of the game. For me, this is just another one of of many series of events in in Malaysian politics that people are just used to now. So so again, it goes back to that that, that that I was saying earlier, right, that it's not pragmatic, but It's it's just how things are, unfortunately. So if anything, uh, in fact, I may argue that uh, this conviction yesterday could, in fact, invigorate younger voters to come out, right, and be more serious to create a better Malaysia and that at the end of the day, we all cannot depend on one person. So younger people cannot depend on just Saeed Sadiq. Um, So they have to come out. Uh, if they want a better Malaysia, and I believe all of us do. I think the fighting spirit is there. I can see it among, among, like I said, the the younger people I talk to, the students that I talk to. uh, More and more people don't accept, um, you know, this kind of shenanigans going on in Malaysian politics. They want to change it. So um, this is me being optimistic. uh, But I think it's going to be better from here on.
3: Shaza, any final thoughts, especially someone like you who works with younger people? Is this the talk of the town and university? What are you saying to uh, your students?
4: Um, so that's the thing. We, we discuss uh, issues like this a lot of the time. And, and, and like I said, they they don't see muda or side sadik as the only representative uh, for the young so they are very serious. They're very excited to 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 go out there. I think what they need to learn out of this is um, politics is not something you can you know jump in easily or just because you have uh, that idealistic uh, view of the world and that that, that kind of spirit. Um, we know there's the 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 crux and whatnot of 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 participating in in practical politics. So it might be a tough journey, I think, um, for Muda and and, and Said Sadiq himself. But, you know, I always remind people it it took 20 years after reformasi to see Pakatan Harapan in power. And, and Said Sadiq is young. Muda itself, you know, being in the name, is young. Um, so I've, I see the future is filled with possibilities. I don't know why I'm optimistic, but I really don't see this as being um, the end of the road. Shaza, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: You're welcome. That was Dr. Shaza Shukri, Associate Professor of Political Science at IIUM, weighing in on really the, the larger political sense, right, or sense on the ground when it comes to the recent... Conviction involving Saeed Sadiq of Muda. Um, and that's what we're asking you about. How are you feeling about it? Does uh, Did yesterday's verdict change your view, whether of the party or in a broader sense of the possibility for political change in Malaysia? You can call 7733 Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio.
4: Bring forth Mula, BFM 89.9.
2: It is 6.54 and you're listening to Insight Story with Lynn and Sherrod. Um, we've been talking today about Saith um, that verdict, and really what it indicates about politics or, or the state of politics in our country, and we wanted to hear from you. What are your thoughts? Um, did yesterday's verdict change your view, whether of the party or of the possibility for change in our country? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 18 and tweet us at BFM Radio. We've got another voice note that came in. This is from Solid Snake.
1: It's a sad day for Malaysia because for two reasons. First reason being that if Sayed Sadiq is innocent, then you can see that the justice system is practicing selective prosecution. And two, if Saeed Sadiq is indeed guilty, then we were hoping for him to be this new breed of politician that is clean and uncorrupted but at the end of the day they are all
2: the same. So, as I, I said, they solid snake. Thank you for that. Um, I think actually that just about sums up the uh, the two stools that people are, are caught between. Because neither side is is free of a con. Neither side is free of the bad. Right? They they both have. There's a mixed bag in there.
3: Yeah, and I I think to uh, people who are concerned about the judicial process, I think you to uh, remember something, and Amira brought up a very interesting point. She said in discussions with the lawyers, the defense lawyers, right, uh, they were confident that they would win the case. So, you know, typically, I think if the case was not conducted in the most professional way, or or there were problems, that would have been signaled, right, much earlier. And you see that in much more political cases that we've had in the past. So the fact that the the lawyers were confident that they had a good trial and they could get a positive outcome, I think suggests that, in fact, the problem is not at the level of the judiciary. The question is then, as um, you noted, Solid Snake, yeah, if he's guilty, then you will have to grapple, if you are a fan or you are a supporter, with that particular fact.
2: I, I've i been waiting to address this one from Anonymous, who says, I'm very curious how come this case moved so fast compared to Najib and uh, Zayed Hamidi's cases. Also, why was um, the... Why was the person that Sadiq was supposed to have abetted, not convicted or not included? I was in the Damansara rally during the last GE where Muda members supported DAP, yet when the current government was formed, they were so sidelined. Somehow I lost some respect for Pakatan Harapan because Muda's efforts were not reciprocated. By the way, although I'm a retiree, I think Muda should be given a chance, especially if it's for the country's good. My advice to them would be to tread quietly but carry a big stick with the older
3: politicians. Anonymous, uh, lots of interesting points there, but I, I, if I just remember correctly, in fact, one of the things that had been said and was um, you know, I've put front and center of the discussion yesterday by Muda itself was that Sadiq managed his case by not delaying it, right? And so what we've had in the other cases was delays and perhaps COVID also interrupted uh, it, them.
2: It was delays, but then I also just, I, I've been looking it up while we were speaking to try and find out exactly when the SRC trial began. Because the thing with 1MDB is it's so outsized in the public imagination that it feels like it's been going on for so, so long. Because even before, the, the probes also like happened then they fell by the wayside, then they were reopened. So it it's a long-running thing. But the trial began in 2019. So if we look at the timeline of that and you include COVID and, and um, stomach aches in, in the whole process, um, then then I think you see that actually it's not that different. It's that court cases take the length they do to resolve
3: yeah, indeed. And it's sometimes very galling for people and because pub- this charge was brought in twenty twenty one. Indeed. Yeah. You know, and you know, people also sometimes sort of mistake uh, you know, they think the long process is proof of that somebody is innocent. I mean, it's a weird way in which the public sometimes processes facts. Keep those
2: thoughts coming. Uh we'd like to hear from you whether Sadiq's verdict yesterday changed your view of the party or of the possibility for political change in our country. That number to call double seven double three two nine hundred, you can WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM radio.
4: Bigotry free Malaysia BFM eighty nine point nine.
2: It is seven oh eight. You are listening to Insight Story with Lynn and Sherad and um, we have been talking about Said Sadiq. Or rather, actually, we've been talking about his verdict um, and then trying to spin that out into the larger ramifications of what it might mean for not just the party, but our political space, right? Because it is big news um, and it is in in some ways also an ongoing outcome of themes that we are seeing in politics in our country, whether it's corruption uh, or whether it's the question of... um, people being able to speak out. You know, there are all these things that are emerging. Um, let us know what you think. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we've got a voice note that came in a little bit earlier. This is from Bing.
1: Definitely not an end to Malaysian politics. It's ever-evolving. And uh, the Saksari issue is just a little drop in the ocean. Well, think about it. right? Uh, so many people have gone to jail in Kitseang as well, right? Uh, Maha himself has, has also gone to jail. So it's all part and parcel of it. These are growing pains. Uh, maybe it's not the time yet, right? but the time will come. So so many uh, great uh, and upcoming young politicians nowadays, you know, like the one who got uh, kicked out by AMNO, uh, suspended. That, that guy is not too bad. Uh, and then the other one would be the past lady, you know, City Mastura, who can has such great investigative capabilities. Um, but we are in the situation right now whereby people are still much more uh, associated to parties with their youth systems right and yes I agree with the, the doctor early on that Buddha still has a long way into penetrating uh, the youths um, I would see them more re- uh, relevant in urban areas rather than more rural so it takes a bit of time it takes a bit of convincing but uh, uh, optimistic quietly optimistic about the future of the country
2: Bing thank you for that uh before we get into your points i think just a brief fact check fact check yeah thank you i was searching for the word cuz i i assume when you say mahade himself has also gone to jail that perhaps you're referring to another prime minister because <laughs> um
3: because mahade has not well i tried to google this too but you know Lynn, i uh, very interestingly in september this year he said and it was reported, I don't mind going to prison.
2: Yes, uh, um, he, he was talking about that quite a bit, yeah, yeah for a period but, of time. Uh,
3: I believe, um, if I'm correct about my history, he's never been to prison. No,
2: no. Yeah.
3: He I, I himself has fact, not. yeah. Yeah. Um, but but he to might have put people in prison. In th- fact, he put a lot of people in prison. I
2: hesitated on that, but thank you for saying <laughs> yeah. it because it's like that that's the next logical <laughs> step to say. Um okay, if we go though to Bing's larger point about these are growing pains, um that's actually very reflective of what our guest, uh, Dr. Shaza Shukri said just now. In fact, it's reflective in some ways of what our earlier guest, Amira Aisha of Muda, said as well, <laughs> that this is just kind of um Well, Amira said that this is just fuel for the party. Um, And Shaza said that both party and former president are still young and therefore there's a long way to go. And and I think, Bing, that's what you're saying as well.
3: Yeah, and and Bing, you know... um I think because you're long in the tooth, as it were, we all realize, myself included, that you know, um, human society is very complex. And and what's great about uh, failure, you know, the failure of others, is that we find it in ourselves to uh, forgive others, uh, and that there, there is redemption for people who be, do make mistakes. Sometimes they have to pay the price of going to jail or paying a fine or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, they can redeem themselves. So so there's a lot of hope. I think, for that kind of thing, uh, compassion when we think about the failures of our leaders.
2: All right. A couple of people um, directly answering the question about how they're feeling, really. Fads Lee says, I think my greatest fear is that he might actually be guilty because it just feels that it doesn't matter who. All our politicians end up in the same old, same old. As for Muda, Sadiq is Muda and I feel they'll slip into irrelevance, but hopefully I'm wrong.
3: Yeah, that's very hard to tell, right? Whether they're going to uh, slip into irrelevance, and our former guest, uh, our previous guest, Shaza Shukri, said that she didn't think this was going to be the moment that was going to um, undermine Muda completely. That there was still quite a bit of uh, cultural capital or political capital behind them. Um, but yes, I think for those of us who saw him as a refreshing, um, you know, leader on the kind of national stage, this is a is a moment of reckoning right and so how do we process that
2: yeah i i i actually i'm very struck Fadzli, by your greatest fear is that he might actually be guilty because to be honest i see so much outrage on social media um particularly of people who who supported him and supported what they felt was the muda cause and that that Sense that reaction is so—I wouldn't say outsized, just strong—because um, of this exact thing. I think the the inability to be caught, or rather, the struggle of being caught between two things, of wanting to believe that somebody isn't guilty, but also very much fearing that he might be, as in fact the courts, uh, at least at the high court level, have found. And so, I think what you're saying is very much in line with what. I suspect a lot of people are feeling. Steve says, As a young person, I've always admired Said. He's very capable, he speaks extremely well. After the verdict came out, I really don't know what to make of it. I personally didn't think he would do something like that, but who am I to judge? I don't have the full facts, I'll wait for the outcome of the appeal, but this will not anyhow dampen my support for
3: Muda. That's interesting, Steve, because I think that's what Muda also wants, right? A sort of separation between Sadiq uh, as a leader, one of their leaders who they continue to support, and the party. And the party is an entity bigger than him. And he's said that over and over again. And that's why he also acknowledges that, as he was quoted saying, politicians have to be white and white. And that if he erred, you know, that he has to pay the ultimate price. But again, there is the judicial process, it'll continue, and then we'll see what the final, final outcome is. And and then, you know, uh, um, who knows, right, what that will be. Steve, actually, I'd like, if you could call
2: or, you know, if you'd like to get back in touch, I am so curious about your statement, this will not dampen my support for Muda. Not because I I want to interrogate it or anything. I'm actually just curious about um, where that's coming from. I suppose... My question in some senses is whether your support for Muda began with Said Sadiq or whether it was separate too um, and and whether now you really do view him as separate um, and and cleanly separate from the party as he is trying to, to make clear, right? The whole stepping down and saying we need that kind of, not perfection, but we need that kind of standard in leadership. All of that is to try and achieve exactly what you're responding to, Steve. So if you could get back in touch and let us know why you continue to feel that, that support for Muda is going strong, let us know, if you feel like it. Um, in the meantime, keep those thoughts coming. Actually, maybe we'll take this voice note first, because uh, I, I think it's maybe relevant to address. This is from You.
1: I just found it very weird that nobody is talking about the fact of the case. We are talking about the peripheral, the political prosecution, things and like that, but then how come there's no one like talking about what is the facts of this case and what transpired during the court case? I think we should look at that instead of like a bit around the bushes.
2: Try you. Thank you for that. Um, so just a quick plug. We did speak to a lawyer yesterday, uh Fari Azad, who practices among other things, criminal law, and he came on to kind of explain exactly uh, you know the breakdown of the charges and and things like that. So I don't know if you would find that helpful, um but that that does exists in our archives. Um, in a broader sense, I think it's, it has so much to do with the written judgement. And the fact that at the moment there isn't, I don't think that's been released.
3: It hasn't and I think there are a lot of people asking for that uh, but again I come back to what Amira said was that, you know, uh, on the eve of the verdict, they were confident, Said Sadiq's defence team was confident that they could win and therefore you know, the trial itself must have gone or been conducted in the way that they were satisfied with um, in order to be so, you know, positive about an outcome. The fact that it the outcome when in the opposite direction is quite another matter. So um, thank you for the reminder to talk about the
2: facts of the case because I think that that's something that people um, maybe feel they don't have all of it yet. We'll wait for the judgment to emerge. I'm sure that you know there's going to be a lot of reporting on that. In the meantime, uh, just to be clear, we are talking today about um, site Sadik's verdict. Uh, He was found guilty yesterday on four charges of abetting criminal breach of trust, um, misappropriation of funds, and money laundering belonging to Armada, which was at the time, well, I suppose it still is, um, Basatu's youth arm. Keep those thoughts coming. What do you make of this? Uh, Does yesterday's verdict change your view, whether of muda or of political change or the possibility of it in our country. That number to call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM Radio.
3: Beyond Frivolous Matters, BFM 89.9 The Business Station.
2: It is 7.20 and you're listening to Inside Story with Lynn and Sherrod. We're talking today about the uh, court case of Saeed Sadiq and in a larger sense, how that decision might have affected the way you view the party, might have affected the way you view our political landscape. I think in essence, we're asking you whether you're hopeful or cynical um, as a result of it. You can call 7733 send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, I think we've got... I wanted to get to this from Faisal. Faisal says... As a former muda member when I joined I accepted the fact that Said Sadiq might be guilty but my view of muda has changed not because of the verdict but because of how um because of the central committee's hypocrisy in walking the walk and talking the talk within the management of the party
3: yeah so Faisal that's Interesting. And I think a lot of us don't understand or don't have a, um, a view in on the, the inner workings of political parties. And they're complex organizations, right? They have to aggregate demand, they have to deal with personalities, and often people in politics, are, you know, of a, of a sort, right? They, they are strong and determined people. And so this is the nature of the beast, right? And so I'm not You know, at all surprised that Muda might have all these conflicts and people, and and people might not be happy with Sadiq's particular leadership. That being said, um, you know, how does how do people within the party, I think, now cope with the fact that this has been the verdict? Now, how do they make the argument, not just to outside people, but to themselves, that this is a party worth staying with and? which has ideals that they want to continue championing. Well, Sabrina is saying, um, if
2: Muda contested in my constituency, I would definitely vote for them. Jail or no jail. Sick of old politicians and their filthy politics. So I, I think this goes back actually to what we were talking about with our guest, Dr. Shaza, earlier. The question of optics and optics for the government. Because um, now the government isn't the... This administration, they're not the new kids on the block anymore, right? In many ways, they, they, they have they also to some degree represent older politicians and an older way of doing things. Um, And I think that, that lumping in together is something that we see happening.
3: Yeah, you know what I do feel about Muda and this is a very positive spin. Me. I'm mean, yeah. not a party supporter or anything like that, but I think they have a lot of dynamic young people with great ideas and also who are passionate about what they do. I I didn't like all the candidates they put forward, uh, you know, in the last elect, state elections, but that I mean, that's true of I think any party, party. party, right? Mm. But I think they, and that's something they have going for them. So besides uh, Sadiq, there are a lot of really talented young people. I'm so glad they're in our politics, to be honest. Omar says,
2: for me, Muda must walk the talk. While you criticise the government on the Zahid issue, even though he hadn't been found guilty, you mustn't defend Said Sadiq, who has been found guilty. I'm just going to
3: add an addendum there by the courts. Yeah, and also, you know, there's there's an appeal process. So we have to wait until it ends. Uh, I mean, that's just the way things work. But uh, I think um, understanding the charges, I think maybe that's one of the... uh, responsibilities that the public has now to really understand why these charges are preferred, why the MECC Act was used, which is why it's resulted in some really, the harsher end of the sentencing. Yeah, the involvement from, of um, corporal uh, punishment. punishment. Yeah, the, yeah. So it comes from the money laundering uh, dimension of the charges. So why was that used to get uh, Sadiq and and why was it success, uh, successful in the prosecution of it? Just in closing, uh, we have this from Rudin who says, I believe Muda has its
2: place In our local politics, as long as they stick to their cause. Our next generation needs to rise up to lead our nation. How Muda responds to this outcome will determine their future. Mountaintops motivate us, but valleys mature us. I hope Muda more matang soon.
3: Yeah, a painful process for the party, I think, uh, because he's such a kind of cornerstone. He's a central figure. He's a central figure. I mean, yeah. He's their only MP. And also uh, somebody who really started the whole movement and, yeah. and made some really interesting moves in the early days. So yeah, we watch the space. I think uh, for seeing how the party copes with this uh, particular setback. Actually, I agree with you that um, I agree with you that despite this and despite
2: uh, I think a series of setbacks ranging from small to large um, when it comes to Muda and Muda's attempts to kind of push their way into state and federal politics. Um, I think you're right. It's better that they're there than they're not. And um, it really depends now how they push to stay relevant. I'm sure that there are going to be a lot of announcements and movements in the coming weeks. I think that's a necessity. So we'll report on it as and when. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for getting in touch and for sharing your thoughts. Um, This has been an inside story focusing on, I guess, our hope for Malaysia Mm -hmm. and then how that fares in the face of you know unexpected things. Keep those thoughts coming. What do you make of this? Uh, does yesterday's verdict change your view, whether of muda or of political change or the possibility of it in our country? That number to call, 7773 Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 18 and tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast
0: from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind,